Hello and welcome to episode four of the Digital Theory Podcast. This is a show where three regular dudes talk about video games and assorted geekery. This is Micah, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts and friends, Mark and Ryan. Uh, Ryan, I think you got some news for us first this week, so why don't you go ahead and take it away? First of all, welcome back, guys. I know we took a little bit of a break for the Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, welcome back. Hopefully everybody's had a little bit of time to play, but maybe we've been a little busy too. Yeah, so I'll start with the first news topic. Um, what I've seen is that the, t- the article title is here's why you might not want to buy the PlayStation 5 and it's Sony is working on a PS5 Pro. So I think it's pretty incredible that right now we don't have any stock of PS5, but we're already talking about a PS5 Pro. So I think it's a little early to be talking about that. However, reading the article, it sh- says that the PS5 Pro would have two GPU units. So that would be a total of around 20 teraflops, which I think is pretty incredible. Yeah, that's substantial. Uh, and it's also moving towards you know PC architecture uh, with the dual GPUs. So I think that's something we're seeing a lot more with uh, the new consoles is um, a bit more copying of the PC architecture. And uh, yeah, that that's just the clear evolution, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think long term, I mean, basically what gaming is turning into is a more convenient versus for sure. And, you know, just a little bit different interface. You know, you have, I mean, even a controller you can use on the PC now, but uh, I, I guess it's just playing on your TV versus a computer screen, you know. Yeah, comfort of the couch versus a chair. Right. But, yeah, I was just really surprised. I, I couldn't believe that, you know, we're still in the launch period of PS5 and scalpers are still selling them for, you know, $1,000 and we're we're already discussing a PS5 Pro. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, seems a little seems a little um I don't know, seems a little predatory, a little dishonest, but uh, I'm sure I'm sure Microsoft has it their patents filed as well, so. Yeah, you know, it's probably just not leaked yet. So, right. um What's what's your guess on price for PS5 Pro? <laughs> so I was just about to ask. Uh, I think I think it'll launch as the same price as the current PS5, um, but I don't think we'll see it for a couple of years. So you think even with the two GPUs, you think they can hold it at 500? I think they'll have to. Uh, I don't think I don't think with the economy the way it is that people are going to be willing to spend seven eight hundred dollars for a console. That's pretty probably be. I was going to say seven fifty. I was going to say eight hundred. Those graphics cards are not cheap. Um, I can't imagine how they would. I mean, I know as time goes by, they're going to get cheaper and more, you know, more affordable. But I just can't imagine that you could build that and make a profit at the yeah, five hundred dollar price. I think though, I honestly think that a lot it's sold at a loss, and and what they're trying to do modern and currently is make their money with services and software. So Xbox making their money with Game Pass, for example, versus making their money by actually selling a hardware. So I actually believe that the Series X is being sold at a loss. I think I read that somewhere. I have to double check to make sure I'm not talking nonsense. But um, yeah, I th- yeah, I think I think that's more of a the profit the profit line that they're going for. Yeah, I think we've heard that before from, you know, Sony and Microsoft. I, I want to say that they've they've done loss leaders before just to get 
you know, their fan base and get a steady stream of income. Um, so it's possible. Um, I just can't imagine a company too much of a loss on the console itself. But we'll see. I mean, it's early. It's very early. I can't believe it's even a discussion yet, but we'll see how it plays out. I will say, uh, knowing this and if they can keep it at the same price point, I would probably be more willing to hold out on a PS5 until that comes out. If it's if it's still the same price, if it's, you know, like you said, $700, $800, I mean, I'll probably go with the what, what we have now, but... Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I never bought the PS4 Pro just because I didn't see enough value in it. Um, however, this seems like a solid jump. I mean, you know, dual GPU. I mean, so maybe it's worth it. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that's all I had on that topic. Uh, anybody else got anything to share, Mark? Uh, I came across an article that has said... Um... Activision announced that uh, the Call of Duty franchise passed $3 billion in net bookings. Uh, it's not very clear. I guess it just means, you know, in 2020 it hit that, but it said going from 2019 to 2020, um, over 200 million have played Call of Duty this year. Wow. It's it a says, substantial number. Yeah, the article says that the franchise has delivered the highest number of players in recorded history this year, and this is coming from PC Gamer. So that's pretty nuts. So are you guys surprised by that number? I mean, realistically, are we surprised or think that's par for the course for that series? Or I think if any series was going to do it, Call of Duty would be the one to do it. Yeah, it's, it's, start, it's been... Um, a very strong uh, series since it's really its its first game. So, uh, and just how popular it seems to be every year. Uh, yeah, not surprised. It's really uh, cool though uh, to see history made like that. Oh yeah, definitely a staggering number. You know, both the amount of players and of course the amount of money that it's made. I the first one I played was Call of Duty Three on the original Xbox. Uh, and I played that campaign probably a hundred times. Um, so it's it's kind of weird in the sense that you know, I remember Call of Duty before it was like this massive multiplayer thing that everybody played, mm-hmm. or at least everybody talked about and grinded and uh, you know tried to get the diamond guns and everything. But uh, you know, like I said, it's pretty cool though. Like having watched it grow and change, and uh, I mean, it's definitely one of the first games that I think a lot of people think about when they think about you know. A gamer, or a per, you know, someone playing Xbox or PC, whatever. Yeah, it's almost like it's become synonymous with console gaming, really. Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. It's yeah. kind of the the new the new big big boss of uh, first person shooters. When you know, they originally would be Quake or Wolfenstein or Doom. Uh, I think now Call of Duty kind of took that spot. I think it's also really well known for as like a go-to multiplayer game um so you know i know a lot of focus has been on single player in the last couple years but if you want a good solid multiplayer game call of duty is kind of a go-to yeah yeah for sure yeah it's always been for for me as well i'm not a huge multiplayer uh guy um but whenever Myself and some of the uh, other friends I, I had in college wanted to get together and, and just play a game and 
and hang out and enjoy each other's company. We, it was always pop in Call of Duty, go into random, uh, you know, team deathmatch and just talk junk all night. So, yeah, I mean, um, their campaigns are usually pretty good too, uh, pretty solid. You know, of course, you know the original Modern Warfare trilogy. Uh, loved that story. Loved the original Black Ops. Um, just so many iconic entries, you know, like Modern Warfare 2, the first Black Ops. Um, just, you know, it's really not, it's not a huge surprise to me that they're the ones to to make this kind of history. Yep, yeah, I, I agree. I've, I've been following them for a while, too. And to be honest with you, I started out buying pretty much every game that came out. And then it got to the point where I would take breaks um, in between them. So the, what do you guys, how do you guys feel about how often they release these games? Uh, do you think it's too frequently, you know, or right on par? What do you think? Uh, I'm not really a fan of any company, you know, you know Ubisoft, uh, maybe not every year with Assassin's Creed, but uh, really any game that, you know, release or any company that releases a new game in the series every single year. I think it's kind of annoying um not to go too off topic but it also is kind of aggravating as a uh predominantly you know usually i've been playing call of duty on the xbox because that's where all my friends are or at least the ones that uh get call of duty they're usually on xbox um and it's pretty frustrating that you know being a called an xbox player that uh playstation gets i know the newest modern warfare game they got like the survival mode for like a year exclusively and like by that time you know cold war's already out um, I heard that PlayStation players got an exclusive mode in Cold War. I, I don't know what it is, but um, I don't know. It just it kind of sucks paying sixty dollars every year when you're not getting everything that you know a, a certain percentage of the players are getting. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I think they're coming out too frequently. Um, something that could easily be benefited with is a uh, like a DLC upgrade. You know. Preferably a non, you know, where you don't pay for it. Um, I just feel like they're trying to milk a lot of cash with these games, and clearly they have um, yeah, with yeah. the topic. But I just feel like you buy it, and then you're buying it. You turn around, you're buying it again. Um, so I don't know. That's that's pretty much how I feel about it. Um, I'd like to see them stretch it out and give you some free upgrades along the way. Um, but that's my personal opinion. Yeah, I agree with both of you. I feel like uh, if you if they're coming out too quickly, it, you're you're literally buying the same game again. It's, there's not been enough time to really innovate or move forward. Um, what I'd really like to see, uh, yeah, I mean, it'd be cool to have uh, DLC and and fresh content provided free to kind of keep the game fresh. I'm a huge fan from you know the golden age of PC of the expansion pack. Like I oh, love yeah. expansion packs. Uh, I'd be willing to pay. 10 20 dollars for you know a, an additional 10 20 hour experience um i think that would could breathe a lot of, of life into a game if you're if you're waiting for every other year or an every three-year release cycle but yeah i agree every year is is just not enough time for them to to uh really build on what they had already produced um also uh to kind of move it all on to the other news here um you know i think it was last year maybe in 2018 could have even been 2017 but 
I think it, no, no, I'm sorry, it could have been 2018, but I think it was 2019. Uh, Blizzard re-released the, you know, the vanilla World of Warcraft experience under the name WoW Classic, um, and they just announced that uh, they're going to have the Scourge Invasion, and they're adding the Next Promise Raid, which is, uh, I know y'all don't really play WoW, so we don't have to spend a lot, a lot of time on here, but as someone who's played WoW uh, almost since the beginning, that's, that's super exciting for me, uh, just seeing that they're going to continue to kind of give life to wow classic uh, it was hugely popular when it came out uh, of course you know people have been wanting to really relive that experience for you know over 15 years now maybe right at 15 um but uh to see that they, you know they're not only just focusing on uh you know the retail version of the game uh you know they just released the new expansion pack that about a week ago uh so now they're doing this it's just it's kind of cool to me to see that blizzard uh still you know, uh, putting life into the the classic version of the game. No, I think that's really good. Um, there was a MMO I used to play a while back. Really wish that it was still active, but it unfortunately shut down. But it was called City of Heroes and City of Villains. It was like a superhero, supervillain uh, MMO. And it was super good. And, and unfortunately, one of the things that happened to it was just, it seemed like the... Uh, the developers kind of abandoned it after a while. Um, the player base was still super strong, numerous, but um, just kind of got abandoned. So yeah, really cool to see uh, a developer, you know, keep uh, keep moving or keep working on something that that really made them successful in the first place. Right, right. Um, Micah, do you have any any news for us this week? I do. I have a, a couple things. Um, one is kind of gaming adjacent so it's not really video game news but um the uh, long rumored metal gear solid movie uh from from sony finally has um, some real names attached to it and apparently the casting choice to play solid stake is oscar isaac i really have uh, high hopes for this film um with some of the the names that are now attached to it and, and hopefully it can break the curse of these uh video game tie-in movies and and not be you know hot garbage but uh we'll see uh, time will tell so did it say when the release date was for that movie like when they were planning that uh in the article i read no um it's just kind of initial casting reports and um initial uh director uh, attachment so i don't think um, production has started um i would assume probably a movie of that size, two, three years, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I just pulled it up. It's not showing anything for that. Well, that'll be interesting. Looking forward to that one as well. Yep, for sure. And uh, I had one more piece of news, something that I I don't know if anyone else is going to find interesting or exciting, but um, this kind of ties back into episode one um, when I was talking about you know, the, the game that really got me into RPGs was the original Dragon Warrior on the uh, regu- regular Nintendo, um, which was Dragon Quest One uh, in Japan, but Dragon Warrior in the United States. But anyway, uh, Dragon Quest Eleven S uh, is coming out on Xbox Game Pass today. Um, I have completed uh, Dragon Quest Eleven on PS4, but this is the definitive edition with... Uh, um, new voice, uh, new voiceovers, and new uh, story 
uh, edition. So I'll be replaying through it again uh, starting tomorrow uh, on on Xbox. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Yeah, I, I was looking at my Switch the other day because um, I don't have a whole lot of games on there. So I looked up on the subreddit, you know, good games for it. And a lot of people were requesting uh, Dragon Quest. Uh, I've never played it, but uh, it definitely piqued my interest. So to now hear it's going on Game Pass is, you know, even better because now I don't yeah. have to pay 60 bucks for it. Yeah, it's fantastic. If you if you like JRPGs in, in any capacity, uh, it's one of the best JRPGs made in the past few years. So I highly recommend it. Sweet. Yeah, I'm not I'm not giving any of those a try. So maybe I'll look into that one. Might be fun to play. Yeah, just check it out, try it out, see if you like it. Um it's not it's not necessarily for everyone. I would say it is kind of a very much a traditional JRPG in that, you know, level grinding is a thing. Um but I, I think the characters and the story are super enjoyable. Uh the art style is is great. So yeah, uh, it's it's something that I'm looking forward to playing through again. Cool. Well, thanks for that update. Yep. Um, I've got another topic I found earlier. Um, actually, I heard it a day or two ago, but you guys heard of the GTA 6 potential leak that came out recently? I did not hear about this. I need to be informed. Mark, you heard anything about this? have not. So apparently there is a new DLC coming out to... Um, like next gen for GTA five. Mm-hmm. And apparently you're going to have like a new Island on the map that you can explore. I haven't done a lot of research to be honest with you, but I did watch the little highlight video. They're, they're adding a heist, which includes a new map piece, but apparently somewhere in the video, there were GPS coordinates that were uh, like listed kind of like at the bottom of the video. And some guy apparently put it into Google maps and it's this, little trail in Virginia and it's a trail that's shaped in the Roman numerals for six. So wow. um, So everybody's like, is Rockstar teasing us? Is this a coincidence or is this just some marketing guy playing a joke on us? Uh, (laughs) I think it's kind of funny personally. (laughs) That would be a master level troll if it was a a joke. Uh, But that's awesome. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Uh, So what do you guys think? For me, personally, I think no way did some guy just think this was funny and throw it in a video. Yeah, I'm with you. I think, I mean, how many years has it been? Like seven years, eight years? It's been a long time, man. It's been a really long time. It's about time. I think they're working on it. I think this is their way of keeping the talk alive and keeping people talking about it. My personal opinion. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And honestly, I think I think that they absolutely have to start talking about it more. There's only so many times people are going to buy GTA five across three, you know, generations of consoles. So, yeah, I think uh, Rockstar absolutely needs to start talking about it. Um, uh, I think they're starting to lose some of their goodwill from the community from just this this constant focus on GTA online. Well, yeah. and I'll say, oh, go ahead, Mark. Brian. I was going to say, you know, not only the constant focus on GTA online, but, uh, 
I don't know if you guys have tried Red Dead Redemption 2 online, but it sucks. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. to spend all your time for the last seven years, you know, yeah, Red Dead 2 has a great story, probably one of the best stories. But, I mean, a lot of people, you know, I mean, the first Red Dead games online, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, I guess it could be looked at as kind of like a precursor to what GTA Online is now. Um, but, yeah, to go from, you know, how fun GTA Online can be with your, you know, your buddies, uh, you know, just running around doing whatever you want to then, you know, follow that up with Red Dead 2 and have a great story, but then let the multiplayer just fall flat. I mean, I, I think it's definitely time to for um, another entry like GTA 6, you know, another big thing, get the ball rolling for them again. And I just don't see why they would, you know, tease everyone like that and it not be true after this long. Yep, I agree. I, totally I, agree. I was really expecting a GTA 6 to release next gen, and I thought it would come shortly after the console launch, um, but it seems like it's going to be a little while just because we don't have any kind of marketing yet for it, uh, which is yeah. kind of disappointing. But I kind of understand it at the same time because, I mean, you want to sell the most you can. There's you, People can't get their hands on a console. Uh, you know, that kind of issue coming up. Right. Yeah. I would also uh, argue that, that we may even see a Red Dead Redemption 2 next-gen upgrade before we see anything about GTA 6. Um, I, yeah, I could see that. Just just going by what it seems you know, all developers are doing right now, uh, kind of updating their best sellers for the next-gen and, and try to <laughs> reap in a little extra, few extra sales. Yeah. Uh, to go a little bit off topic, um, I know we talked in the previous podcast uh, that I was playing FIFA 21. Um, the next-gen upgrade came out today, mm-hmm. the free upgrade. I downloaded it right before this podcast and just played like the entry, lo- you know, like the entry story where you, they basically throw you into a match and you get to play it because it has a 50 gigabyte do- download attached to it. So, Oh, my goodness. They let you do a little bit. I will say initially I'm impressed. I will say, which I was, I'm a little surprised. It looks good. Granted, I've only played the one match. <laughs> so there's more to be told about it, but the fans looked great in the stadium. Uh, the players looked great. The hair was flying around. Um, you know, little details. With the dual sense, it's pretty cool because, like, you can, like, when you pass the ball, you can feel the ball. You know, when you're running, you can kind of feel like you're dribbling the ball. Uh, so that was pretty impressive so far. Speaking of next gen upgrades to that, that's cool. That's that's stuff I like to hear. Um, I like I like it uh, when there's you know a substantial enough change that you that you can actually tell, and it's not just updated graphics. But um, and another thing that's really excited me about PS5 is that dual sense. So yeah, that's cool to hear. Um, have you noticed that? Are the physics updated in any way? Does it feel a little bit more responsive? Like I said, I've only played the one match, so it's hard to tell. I will yeah. say they 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 released a new game camera. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with FIFA, but like basically they show like the field as you're running. It's like mm-hmm. kind of just goes side to side with you. But now they have one that's almost the best way I can describe it is you know like when you're watching a football game on TV and they have like that camera that's up in the sky. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like that, but like at a weird angle. Mm-hmm. And it about made me sick. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> wow. So I was like, 
yeah, we have to turn that off. So I went back to the classic view. So I didn't like that, but I don't know. Maybe it's something you grow on. But other than that, I've been impressed so far. But only one one match in. So to be uh, updated next episode. Cool. Yeah, that's neat. I wonder, just to kind of briefly talk about that, that camera angle, uh, is it as bad as the Madden first-person camera was when they when they kind of tried that feature? No, it's not. It's almost like somewhere in between that first person and like a full, you know, horizontal view. Right. So it's like somewhere in the middle floating in the air. It's just kind of odd. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. I think I get what you're saying now. Yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't be comfortable, I don't think. Yeah. And it kind of like turns side to side and up and down while you're dribbling, like going down the field. So it's like, oh, no. It's like so much <laughs> going on. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's something you grow on. We'll see. Cool, cool. Um, so I think the last topic I've got that I saw in the news is that people will actually have copies of Cyberpunk. Uh, I know. Oh, my God. That. I've been trying to avoid any type of spoiler or anything. Uh, yeah, but I did see that. Yep, I'm with you. I, I'm trying to avoid the spoilers as well. Well, I saw a thing on Reddit last night. Um, apparently, CD Projekt project red uh sent out emails to like i guess you know popular streamers and stuff that have the game and they uh they've asked for no one to post anything about the game like no streaming it uh you know no you know look at this cutscene in the game none of those videos anything like they don't want it out there until the day uh the game releases so we should be okay for a couple you know i guess a couple more days maybe a week but but yeah, it's pretty nuts that people already have the game. I'm just going to have to shut everything down uh, associated with that and just avoid it totally. My yeah. uh, my preload started today, um, which is exciting. So uh, it will be it will be installed and ready to go on launch day. Um, Very nice. Just a few more days to wait. Yeah, I actually saw that a streamer posted 20 minutes of gameplay. I just read the article. I didn't actually see the stream, but right. uh, City Project uh, basically had it removed. So it's gone, but people are trying. So be careful yeah. out there. Well, you know, and I know people will, will get upset when gaming companies do this, but, you know, I can absolutely understand it from their perspective. You know, they're, they put years of work into this thing and, and they know that everyone's excited to see it and want to experience it. But you don't. You don't want to have your first experience, you know, watching a Let's Play unless you, you know, knew that you weren't going to get it right away anyway. So I, I can absolutely see where they're coming from. I'm wanting to shut it down. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like, you know, I don't really understand why people get mad about that. Because, I mean, it's like, you know, if you have a copy of the game, you know, you're one of the lucky few. Like, don't, why, why ruin the experience for those, uh, the rest of us? Right. You know what I mean? I agree. Speaking of Cyberpunk, I, I also heard that for the PS4 version, it's on two discs. Don't know if that's true or not, but whoa, okay. Um, so, Mike, I know you, are you you doing it on Xbox or PlayStation? Yeah, I got it on uh, Xbox just because I think I think the Series X will be the first one that I'm I'm going to get, uh, just based on the fact that I have Game Pass and most of my library is Xbox right now. So, um, I'm picking it up there so that. When uh, when the uh, next gen version releases, 
in 2021, I believe is what they said. Uh, it'll just, I'll just port it over and, and continue playing on Series X. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know how true that is about the two discs, but that's what I've read. I could see it. I I read something uh, the other day that said that uh, it has a day one patch of 43 gig or a 43 gig patch and and an additional day one patch that's going to be released for it. So, wow. Thank God I'm preloading. <laughs> wow. That's all the news I have. Does anybody else have anything else? Nope. That's no, all I got. I, you've exhausted my news knowledge of this week. Well, there's a lot going on, you know, a lot of gaming news going on, a lot of games to play. Yep, it's exciting uh, whenever, uh, you know, the new uh, generation kicks off. So, um, yeah, it should be a busy year. Yeah, well, then we can jump right into the next section. Uh, What have we been playing? Anyone want to kick us off? Um, Yeah, I'll start if y'all don't mind. Go for it. So, Micah, uh, you're talking about getting a Series X first. This week, I have to say, not so happy with my Series X. So Uh-oh. I was playing a lot of Call of Duty, a lot of Plague Tale in a sense, trying to finish that up. Uh, downloaded Star Wars Fallen Jedi. Um, and the first night I played Call of Duty, it crashed the Xbox. You know, read that that was some Series X problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, brought it back up to my apartment um, after launch weekend. Um, playing every match, man crashes the xbox i mean i don't mean just crash the game it's like the button that you press turn on where like the light is that starts flashing the xbox cuts off the controller's on you have to physically turn it back on the xbox itself so like a hard crash yeah um so that had me kind of concerned so i looked it up and i don't know if it's happening to everyone i know call of duty has been a big cause of this issue in fact one guy said it happened to him so many so many times his xbox quit turning on oh so I decided I wasn't play Call of Duty anymore. So I started playing a little bit of Fallen Je- uh, Fallen Order, which great game uh, if you're into Star mm-hmm. Wars. Um, it crashed my Xbox, so I have not played my Xbox in probably five days. Um, so I've been playing some of my Switch. Uh, haven't really pl- played a whole lot on that console. Just you know, I'm always usually on Xbox playing with friends. Um, but when I got my Switch, I got Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and did not like it. Mm-hmm. Um, hated the game, thought it was way too open-ended, just not a good Legend of Zelda game. So I decided in this time of, I guess until this issue gets fixed or there's a firmware update or, or anything, that I was going to play Breath of the Wild. So been playing that a lot this week. Um, finally starting to feel like I'm making progress. So game's kind of been growing on me. Um so I know it's a super unpopular opinion not to like this game, but uh, so <laughs> trying to give it the, an honest try here. Um, then I don't know if you guys ever. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Micah. I was gonna say I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it probably would be an unpopular opinion, you know, widely. But one of the things, if I can just commiserate with you for a second, oh, Breath in the Wild, that I, you know, ended up did like liking the game, but I felt like the combat was kind of not good uh and i really got tired of the breakable weapons you know i'm saying you're supposed to be you know apparently ganon is super close to taking over hyrule but Mm -hmm. i just you know i hate that you know you really don't get any objective markers i mean you get really vague quests um as far as the main game goes uh maybe i'm playing it wrong but yeah i'm with you on the combat 
not wild about it, and I'm definitely not wild about that. You know, no matter what you do, your weapon's going to break, and there's no repairing the weapons in the game. Mm-hmm. So, yep. But I think um, I think Zelda games, Legend of Zelda games, have always had that been notorious for kind of vague quest missions. You know, like what do I do? Uh, but yeah. overall, the games are great. Typically, you know what I mean. And I like this one, but I'll be honest with you, I didn't finish it. So I know I would get a lot of grief from that if someone's listening and loves Zelda. Uh, yeah. But I I did enjoy it. I just didn't finish this one. Yeah. yeah. I feel like even uh, Ocarina of Time was really open ended without much of a of a push. Um, now that thinking back to my playthrough of that, but yeah, I don't know. But you know, some people would argue that's what makes those games what they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I looked. I've actually looked up like on yeah the sub. Hey, I'm always on Reddit, but I was on the Breath of the Wild subreddit. You know, looking up like you know can't get into the game or how to get in the game, and pretty much everyone else was everyone that liked the game was just like, you know, you can't think about the main quest until you feel like you're you want to do them. Like you gotta just you gotta be okay with just wandering around this huge open world of Hyrule and exploring it, which is which is fine, but like also you know. Taming a horse is kind of a pain. Um, and, you know, if you accidentally wander into to the wrong area, uh, you know, you're, you're going to get murked and go back to your last save, whatever that would be. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. I guess I'm still getting my feet wet. Like, I've got, like, 15 hours in the game, but, like, most of that is from when I got the game in, like, 2017. And I played, like, I first started playing it. But we'll see well, how think, it goes. I think, too, is... Uh... You know, for some people, they have the time to sink in and and slowly get into something. And and for other people who are on time constraints, and I know we three are definitely on time constraints, that sometimes you don't want something that's so open-ended that you you feel like you're not making any progress because, you know, I I don't have many hours a week to play games, and I like to feel like I've done something when I'm doing it. Right. uh, Yeah, it's it's just a type of game. Like over the summer when when i'm when school's out and i'm not i'm not uh you know going in and, and teaching in person and i have time over the summer yeah those games are great but during the year not so much yeah you know that could be you know coming up on i also kind of figure this would be a good time to kind of get into the game you know coming up on being done with this semester in school uh so i'm hoping you know maybe over winter break you know we kind of have a longer break i can really dig into it but i'm also kind of hoping by that point you know Microsoft has these issues figured out and I can jump back into that. Right. Um, but not to have nothing but bad things to say about my my gaming experiences this week. Um a while back I bought the have you guys played the game Darkest Dungeon? Yes. I bought that. Blow. Dude, that game is amazing. You the best narration of any game I've ever played. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love the narrator. It's Great fantastic. Game. Yeah, dude, like, um, I didn't know that going, I didn't know going in that, like, if one of your recruits or uh, followers, whatever they are, that if they die, they're gone. So, like, I, you know, had built up my first initial team, you know, we, I'd run through some of the um, areas, got a lot of loot, you know, kind of leveled them up, and I uh, was really starting to, like, you know, like my team and like my chances, um, and then, like, my main dude got murked in like one of the first rooms and I was like, Oh, you know, I'll just go get him from like the church or whatever. And he's in the graveyard. And I was like, well, that does sting. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, it's it's so it's such a good game. But I'm also a I'm a sucker for setting and uh, grim dark settings like that. You suck me in. It's kind of Lovecraftian in a way as well. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I just dig it. It's really good. But yeah, those are really the only two I've really played this week. What about you guys? Well, Mark, I'm I'm kind of sad to hear about your experiences with uh, Zelda and more more importantly with your Xbox. That's very disappointing. Um, I will give you a little bit of hope whenever I tell you what I've been playing. So I've been playing one more popular game and one less popular game. I'll start with the less popular one so it'll make you feel a little bit better about your Xbox. All right. Uh, <laughs> so I, I downloaded the game Poker Club. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. Uh, I didn't hear about it until like right after the launch. But basically, you are a poker player, and it's like a simulation where you work your way up to, you know, the World Tour poker kind of deal. Uh, Basically, I bought it because I like poker. I'm not very good at it. And I thought, you know, it's easier to lose digital money uh, (laughs) that's not real versus real money. (laughs) That's true. And I figured it'd teach me how to play better. So why not? Uh, Anyway, it's 25 bucks. I was like, you know, this, this is a lot. Not much to you know lose for if it's something fun. So day one, first of all, it got pushed back one day because their servers were not working properly. So I was like, well, that's not a great start. But uh, <laughs> so day two, I downloaded it and I tried to start it up, and it would crash every time I turned it on. Not the PlayStation, but the game. <laughs> nice. Every time. And this happened for two days. The game just wouldn't work. And I was like, did I just throw away 25 bucks without even... Mm. <laughs> they shipped a broken game is what happened. I'm like, I haven't even got dealt one thing, like one deal, you know? <laughs> one digital hand of poker has not been played. Yeah, and it's just, <laughs> you know, garbage. But anyway, so I, I sat on that for a couple of days and didn't play. It works now. Hey, and there you go. It's fun, uh, I'll say that, but just to give Mark some hope, maybe they'll uh, patch up your, your issues on your Xbox because it, I think it's just a next-gen bug, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking is, you know, just one of those things. It yeah. sucks. It's, but, the pain, um, it's the pain of the early adopters so that, you know, chumps like me who didn't get <laughs> one, I can laugh at you because in six months when I finally get it, they'll all be ironed out, but... I won't be laughing at you. I, I commiserate. Yeah. I mean, it's okay if you do laugh. I understand. <laughs> yeah. You're allowed to. I mean, we got the, uh, we were the lucky ones who got the console, but yeah, we also get all the bugs and work them out for you guys. That's exactly right. But anyway, yeah. Beta I testers. mean, I would recommend this game. It's, it's pretty fun for 25 bucks now that they've got it working. You play with other people online. I haven't ran into any issues of having like empty poker rooms or anything like that. So, so do you create like a character that you play poker with? Because I know there's one that I played on the PS4 a lot that was pretty cool. Um, and you kind of, I don't remember if you like made a character. They had like, you know, like, I think you did. Because I think you could like win items or random things. And, like, you know, you could wear like a funny hat that you unlocked in a game of poker. Yeah, uh, you create a player. And basically with your poker chip winnings, you can buy like hats, clothes, um you can even buy like accessories to go with your guy so like i I played against one guy who had a cheeseburger beside him so um (laughs) 
it's kind of cool. Uh, I mean, it's That's worth great. 25 bucks. That's but, great. Yeah, it's uh, really cool. The best thing about it, of course, is, you know, with it being on PS5 and Series X, is it has 4K ray tracing on poker. So, what the world has been waiting for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ray tracing off those little green plastic visors that they wear. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's it for that one. Uh, the bigger name, I you'll be proud, Micah. I've started Valhalla. Oh, nice. Uh, you ready for my opinion on that? Uh-oh. Yeah, go ahead. You, you gave me good and bad reviews. So. Yeah, I mean, I thought I was fair, you know. Yeah. I'll be fair too. I, I don't have a ton of hours in it. I think I've got about eight hours in it, so I mm-hmm. haven't played a lot. I do notice some cr- screen tearing on, like, you know, the cutscenes where they're, you know, like just talking. Is that where yeah. you noticed it? Uh, well, yes, but on on the one X that I'm playing on, it's it's literally all the time. Oh, um, really? Gameplay and cutscenes. Yeah. So what I've noticed is I can I notice the screen tearing on like those little cutscenes. And it's not 100% smooth, like, when I'm close up on my character. Mm-hmm. But then, like, whenever I go, like, in the water, like, on the longship, or, like, when I'm synchronizing, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, you know, this is really impressive. Why, why are the little things, you know? But overall, on the PS5, I really enjoy it. Um, like I said, the Good. screen tearing is not bad on PS5. It's really not. I mean, you can tell that it's got some flaws, but it's not bad. Yeah, I you know I think once they work that out, these kinks or whatever's wrong with the with the V sync or or you know whatever whatever is causing these terrible tears, and and it wouldn't be bad if it was just happening in the top portion of the screen, but it's happening in the center of the screen, um, which is just inexcusable. But I think the gameplay itself is really solid i think it's a really good game um i'm just uh, unfortunately it's having some pretty severe technical hiccups right now so micah would you consider rebuying it once you get your series x or i don't know if they're doing an upgrade but yeah they, they, luckily they're doing a a uh, smart delivery free upgrade um, okay so now that i since i own it uh uh digitally for xbox one x when i get my series x it'll just be upgraded automatically um which I'll, I'll definitely play through it again there's enough w- without spoiling anything there's enough um different gameplay routes that you can take building your character that warrants separate playthroughs and also there are some pretty substantial decisions that you make in the story that can totally alter the uh, outcome and uh, I, i'm curious to see what the other decisions play out um in the game. So yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be playing it again. And hopefully by the time I get to that second playthrough, some of these uh, issues will be ironed out. Right. Right. How many hours do you have in it? Approximately Micah? Oh man. Right now, a little over 30. Uh, I, I had to put it down for a while cause the tearing was just really getting to me, but I decided that I'll play through it again to experience the story. And right now I'm just, having a ton of fun raiding monasteries and, you know, killing, <laughs> killing frightened priests. So, um, yeah, it, I, the game is great. Um, the, uh, exploration of the world is fantastic. There's all kinds of crazy, uh, hidden Easter eggs in it from 
you know, medieval British legends and, and uh, Norse, uh, uh, Norse Viking sagas. And, and uh, so, yeah, it's, it's just cool. It's good for, I mean, the, the game looks great. It's a great looking game. And I think the soundtrack is fantastic too. Oh yeah, I agree. That's all for me. Uh, like I said, with the holiday and we've had some family issues going on. So uh, I haven't played a whole lot, so yeah, I'll pass the torch now. All right. Well, I've played uh, more Valhalla, which we just talked about, so I don't need to rehash into that. But I, I uh, you know, it is a testament to the game. I think that I couldn't stay away from it, even with the graphical issues. Uh, I just really enjoyed the combat and and the uh, gameplay uh, cycle. Um, but I've been playing some of that. Um, I also finally platinumed uh, Ghost of Tsushima, so wow, I've been playing it a little bit uh this week and man that game is just fantastic i i i think i'm gonna start a new game plus playthrough with it um and just do it again uh it's it's just a, a great game um i can't say i can't say enough good things about it uh have i i think we've talked about this but just refresh my memory have either of you played it yet not yet okay i have not played it and my problem is with where we're at in the timeline is that's one that I wanted to try, but cyberpunk's also rolling out soon. So it's like, what do you jump into? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. And that's, that's hard because I'm super hyped for cyberpunk. Um, and I've beaten Tsushima, but yeah, I play it, play it, play it. Don't, don't pass it up. Uh, if you pass it up, I think you'll really regret it. Um, obviously, I think Cyberpunk takes priority just because I'm curious to see what CD Projekt Red does with a first-person shooter, uh, open world. I think that's going to be interesting. Um, the only thing we've seen from them is really third-person sword and sorcery games. So uh, I'm looking forward to to their take on the uh, first-person shooter uh, genre. But yeah, hard decision. Hard decision coming up uh, between those two. Yeah, I think I, I think I'm leaning towards Cyberpunk as well. My thought process is go ahead and do Cyberpunk because of the hype and it's a new release and it's long apparently. Yeah, and then maybe by the time I'm done with that, Ghost will be like half off. <laughs> yeah, that could save me a couple of pennies. I, and yeah, I mean, by, by all means, get it. I honestly don't think that you would be disappointed if you paid full price for the game. Um, and I don't say that much about. $60 games because that's not that's not cheap you know what I mean um, but I felt like I got every single penny's worth out of that game um, I'm also a huge weeb though so <laughs> I love uh, I love Japanese uh, culture I love samurai films I like I love to read about yokai and these Shinto beliefs and there's a lot of that in the game um, and the, the new legends mode is super awesome too um, you're fighting these like these Japanese yokai and, and yure and um, yeah. So can't, can't recommend that strong enough. Um, and then I've been playing uh, a third game on uh, PC. Uh, I don't know if you guys have played this before, uh, but it's project high rise. I've read up on this and I've seen that you've been playing it on steam, mm-hmm. uh, but I have not, I don't own it. I haven't downloaded it or anything. It is 
if you remember back to the classic like Sim games, like Sim City, there was a game um, called Sim Tower, where basically you were in charge of a of a skyscraper, like a like a high rise building, and inside your high rise building, you would assign elevators and um, VIP elevators and stairways and set floors for offices or residential or co- commercial and restaurant. It's it's kind of a spiritual successor to that, uh, almost like a spiritual remake. Um, but it's fantastic. It's a it's a city builder, but you're only building a single tower, like a high rise building. Um, I can't recommend it enough. It's it's really fun. It seems real simple, uh, but it's kind of hard to master when you're trying to juggle all your tenants' needs and and uh, um, and wants. And uh, yeah, it's really cool. Is it is it easy to pick up and play, or does it take a long time to learn? No, it's easy to pick up and play, and they've got really fantastic tutorial scenarios. Um, to me, though, it's 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 one of those games that's really slow paced and just chill uh, that you can just pop in and and mess around with and and just you know spend a couple hours just in a real relaxing, um, not high pressure uh, uh, environment. Um, it's it's a real good relaxing game. So, I just looked it up, and I, I have to ask Micah: Do you have the? Uh, is it, I think it's called Tokyo Towers. Of, of course, I have Tokyo <laughs> Towers. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that that adds a whole other thing because uh, it it adds rooms that are for quote unquote like the Japanese high rise, but each of these rooms has a different um, uh, architecture than the rooms that you that came with the vanilla game. So you have to completely rethink the way you're going to lay out your tower um so yeah it, it adds aesthetic differences to the game but also uh, gameplay differences so yeah it's it's really good so I, i'm looking at it now just like some screenshots and it kind of looks animated um yeah is that, i mean is that does that bother you or not no uh it's it's almost like um it seems like a almost like a hand-drawn animation style um, it's not super detailed, but it's not something that is off-putting. Uh, like, obviously, the game is not going to win awards for you know its its graphics or even really its art design. But um, for the for what the game is and and uh, the amount of of people that you'll have on a screen as you get bigger and bigger with a with a tower, um, it's it doesn't it doesn't really uh, distract you or bother you. Yeah, I mean that that sounds like something I'd be interested in, just because I love the city builder so much. Yeah, yeah same here. It's a different take on it. Um, it's a, and I think if you like city builders, I think you would you would enjoy trying it at least. Since we've gotten back to the city builder topic, there's a game, Micah, you should look into. I don't know mm-hmm. if you would enjoy it or not, but um, it's called Production Line. Okay. And basically, you know, basically that's what I do for a living is production planning. Mm-hmm. But um, this game is the closest I've seen to like that process. Um, okay. And basically, what you do is you lay out a manufacturing plant from start to finish, and you like have con- complete control over like which cars you produce, which style cars, which color cars, and it's based on like consumer needs and demands. Mm-hmm. But the neat thing is, I mean, you have like rate of operations and like profitability and i mean it's it's really neat and it's kind of like that animated style as well mm-hmm. 
but I mean, you have to plant your, you know, you, you plan your factory based on how big machinery is and the flow. Like you, you lay out your conveyors and everything. It's pretty cool. That's cool. And you said it was called factory line production line, production line. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll check that out. That's that yeah. reminds me of another game. Uh, Oh gosh. I'm gonna have to look on steam. Hold on. Give me a second. It's, it's about, um, making medicines. Uh, what the heck yeah, I've got called? I've got twenty looks like twenty eight hours in this production game. So I mean, I I put a fair amount in it. So you probably enjoy that. I will check that out. Is it on Steam? It's on Steam. Um, and I'll look it up right now and tell you how much it is. Mark, you'd probably enjoy that one too. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, <clears throat> I'm you know I'm studying all that stuff right now. So right now, so it'd be kind of cool to uh, uh you know be able to study, but also enjoy studying. Enjoy studying. Well, I, I can tell you just because, you know, that's what I do for a living. But but it's for as animated as it is, it's pretty realistic because you can add like the components you build in-house to like bring down your cost of your product, things like that. It's pretty cool. So the game I was looking for the title of, it's called Big Pharma. Uh-huh. Big Pharma on Steam. And it's a, it's a similar concept where... You're laying out a um, a production facility to make medication, but you have to send people to like the rainforest to research plants, and you have to. Uh, it's more of a puzzle game than realistic simulator. Um, but yeah, sorry, that just reminded me of that, and it was going to bother me if I couldn't remember the name. Oh yeah, I'm looking at it now. It looks very. I mean, the play style looks very similar. Very similar. Does the same people make this game? <laughs> <laughs> Might be. <laughs> Twice circled in Pasta Tech games. Let's see. Since we're on this well, kick just, right now. I shut that down. I shut down my Steam. It was... Oh, it is the same developer. Oh, there you go then. <laughs> Look at that. That is funny. So we okay. call Synergy. Wow. Yep. So that that's all I've been playing. Um uh, now that we've got on some more topics, I do hop in that game every so often. Very cool. I'll I'll definitely check that out. I'm gonna put that on my list. Um, oh, another thing to mention. Sorry, I meant to mention this at the top of the episode uh, in the news section. Um, I totally forgot to do that. Right now, what's today? The November, November uh, excuse me, December fourth. Okay. If you have GOG. You can get a copy of the Witcher Enhanced Edition for free. The original Witcher game uh, on PC. Does that give you a Steam key, or does that just? It's only on uh, the GOG, the Good Old Games uh, uh, delivery system. It's kind of like okay. a store, storefront for CD Projekt. They kind of came up with. But if you download the GOG 2.0, um, you can. You basically can can. Uh, get the Witcher Enhanced Edition uh, for free. Um, so I know we talked about the Witcher in the past. This is the first game. It's kind of a janky PC game, but uh, I think it's still pretty good. So if you haven't played it, you can grab it for free. Hey, it's free. It's for me. I hear hey, you. Man. Very cool. Hey, um, kind of have a surprise for you guys here towards the end of our show. I haven't said anything, but we have started a Patreon for the account. That's great. Um, oh, wow. Sweet. Yeah. I don't know anything about it, so you guys are going to learn as much as I do. Uh, 
So since we're new, if anyone's listening, feel free to join our Patreon. There's a couple tiers where you get shout outs on the show. Um, feel free to check it out. If you guys want to go check it out while we're on here, you can. Uh, it's patreon.com forward slash digital theory podcast. We'll check that out right now. Patreon. So, like I said, I've just created it. So, you know, maybe we do something special for the first so many. Yeah, I'm cool with that. For yeah, sure. that'd be sick. That would be sick. Um, like I said, I just started out with the uh, basic Patreon memberships that um, they recommended. And feel free if you guys have any suggestions to become a member and let us know. Um, I think one of the options on there is fan requests. So feel free to do that. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, very cool. Yeah, based on fan requests, we'll definitely, uh, you know, change the tiers around if someone, you know, you guys are wanting something special or wanting something different at different tiers. We're open to anything. Uh, we're doing this for fun. And just, you know, during COVID, it's something that we can all be a part of. Yep. We're all figuring this out at the same time. So if you got any input, let us know. Absolutely. Well, if anybody, do you guys have anything else? I don't think so. I am all tapped out. Just everyone be safe. Keep it up. Keep up the good fight and play more games. Absolutely. So we're back. We'll be doing this weekly. um, So feel free to join on Patreon and we'll continue to post this weekly and continue to give updates as we go. So appreciate everybody's support. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you.